and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And welcome to our review and rank series for Eurovision 2023. And today is about the Balkan nation of Croatia. Yes, one of the countries we've been lucky enough to visit in Europe and absolutely beautiful. I would go back there again. Look, it is a beautiful place, Michael. Did love it, but their record at Eurovision isn't so beautiful. It's a little bit ugly in recent times. They've not qualified for eight of the last 10 contests, including four in a row now. But they've been a little bit unlucky. They've had two 11ths in a row, particularly Albina with TikTok, where she was top 10 in both the jury and the tally vote, and somehow doesn't make it. Very, very unlucky not to make it that year. Very unlucky indeed. Amir Dimsic came 11th as well last year, a little bit further off, but they've been nearly there without actually quite getting there. But also, they've not made the top 10 since 2001. So it's been some pretty tough times for them. Yeah, I will agree. It's probably been a mixture of a little bit of bad luck and maybe just some poor choices. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes struggling with identity a little bit. So who do they have this year to try and turn it around for the nation? Well, this year we have Let3 with Mama Shecha. Mama Lubila Morona. Mama Lubila Morona. Mama Lubila Morona. Well, Let3 are a six-piece alt-rock band formed in Rijka, Croatia in 1987. Now, the band soon gained a reputation for their unprecedented, controversial and sometimes obscene performances, Dale. (laughs) Their songs often also contain provocative and vulgar lyrics. They've released 10 studio albums during their career, one of which, called Unheard, quickly sold out despite the record being completely blank. <laughs> Let3 will be heading to Liverpool after winning the Croatian national final, Dora, in an absolute landslide. So this is the one the Croatian people wanted. It was indeed, and yeah, you're right. I mean, God, that album thing just makes me laugh every time. It wasn't even like silence. Like, you didn't wouldn't press play and there'd be zero of silence. There's just literally nothing on there. <laughs> just blank. It just makes me laugh so much. Good order. All right. Well, should we start looking at some of the pros about the song? Why don't you kick us off, Dan? All right. Well, look, let's start with this is obviously attention-grabbing. The visual alone will make you and everyone stop in their tracks. I remember the national final. It was one of those days where there was a million things going on at once. I happened to flick over to Dora and there they were and I couldn't look away. (laughs) I could not look away. And that will be the case in Liverpool. Yes, I couldn't agree more. Now, there is also, I think, a really large market for this kind of act at Eurovision. It does hark back to the more bombastic and head-scratching performances of the 2000s. So I think a lot of fans will get into that type of nostalgia. And for me, that equals tally votes. It does. People still want novelty, don't they? Even though it looks novelty to people, it is actually a very... There's some very strong satire and message in this. Obviously, there is a lot of anti-Russia and anti-Putin and lampooning sort of a Hitler kind of look here as well. And... That works. And the band is nuts. Like what they're bringing is something super interesting in terms of their messaging and the way that they deliver it. And they're just bound to 
get some attention and some PR because of that. Yeah, this just screams impact, doesn't it? Whether it's the song or the band, everything is high impact. I'm also going to say here, this song itself has some very, very memorable hooks in it. You will remember this after it's finished. So I think it can work on a first listen basis if you can get past the costumes, the craziness and whatever else these blokes are going to bring to the stage in Liverpool. Mm, well, we're going to talk about if the song in a bit. Let's just say it's not my pros, but let's keep on the pros. Running order for them. Fantastic. The running order in this semi-final is so well suited in that first half. There's a lot of really big songs in the second half, but where they lie, there's these kind of like quieter ones and they're okay. But when they come on, they are definitely going to have impact even more so because of the running order. And I think people will be immediately wanting to vote for them. Yeah, seventh place. I think they're running in uh, semi-final one. So that's kind of smack in the middle of the show. Should give it a bit of a jolt of energy, one would imagine. Now, after struggling with some very good entries, but safe entries recently, I think this is the risk Croatia really, really needs. So I applaud them for that. And to be honest, I think this is a pretty much a, a lock to get out of this semi-final. All right, well, let's go into the drawback, shall we? I'll start. People will see this as novelty, no matter what the message is. And normally when you get a novelty song, it's generally kind of fun and catchy. This is not. This is a mess. I don't care how clever you are and what your messages are and how artistic and interesting you are, you've got to have a song. This is awful. Vile. <laughs> Just a horrendous piece of music. It's not a song. It's I, I, You said hooks before. This might be one little tiny bit of the song that you kind of have there. First listen, it's a mess. Look, I will have to completely disagree with you there. I will say it could be discounted pretty quickly as a joke entry for being overtly weird. That I will pay. I have no problem with that. Now, this isn't the most accessible song in the competition. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I think it requires a fair degree of explanation, whether it be from the commentators or by the media in the lead up. Otherwise, I think a vast majority of people watching on the night We'll just sit there staring at drag dictator, just slack-jawed, wondering what on earth is going on. Yeah, true. And look, I think the semi-final audience is a little more clued in than your Saturday night. This is definitely for your Saturday night audience. Going, oh, look at the ridiculous Croatians. And then you actually, the semi-final ones are a little bit more attuned. This is why Australia generally does a little bit better too on the telly vote. And I just think maybe that might just go against them. Am I still worried they will not qualify? Probably not. But... If there's a risk, it's the fact that maybe you're not going to get all the absolutely crazy people watching that semi-final. I'm also going to mention here the chaos <laughs> as part of the song, because there is. I think when you hit the big uh, sort of first chorus or whatever, it's just absolute chaos. So it can be very hard to understand what's happening. They do, I think, perform it fairly well. But then again, we still have six performers that we're going to need to sort of focus on at different points. So there's going to be a lot going on. And look, there's one part that I have a drawback here. It's probably more of a personal take on the drawback that I really don't like the fact, and I know why they're doing it, when they're sort of lampooning and making sort of the satirical look at these former leaders, they're using a huge amount of feminine um, approaches with it in terms of the makeup, in terms of how they undress and the, the way that they do it. And I just feel like that absolutely just, even though I know they're taking off the person, they're basically using femininity as a weapon and saying how ridiculous and how we're going to make them look so silly and stupid 
by looking like this. Now, I know it's because it's that would be the worst thing for Putin or Hitler to be seen like that. And I know they're very pro-LGBTIQ. I just find that I don't, it's something I don't like and I'm not comfortable with. Fair enough. I could see you know, why people would find that quite jarring. But I do get the, uh, what do you call it, the train of thought behind it. I do. I'm just going to say the last thing I've already said. I do expect this to make it out of the semi-final. So when we get to the grand final, there'll be no jury votes for this. This is going to be one of those classic ones where basically it's sat at the bottom of the uh, scoreboard and then it gets its tally vote and shoots up. So... I can't see too many jury members uh, kind of running for this one come grand final time, if it is to make it. I wonder if there would be from certain countries in terms of the way the messaging. I, I, like, you know, remember they won that jury in Croatia very uh, easily. It was a national jury, of course. Exactly. And they yeah. have been around the Croatian music scene since 1987. So, yeah, yeah, true, true, true. Well, as always, Dale, it isn't just our thoughts on the songs with their review and ranks. It's also those views of the team. So what did they think of Croatia and Let 3? Yeah, I was very interested to see how the team was going to treat a song like this, right? So am I. I'm thinking half in the top 10, half in the bottom. Well, let's have a look. <laughs> the Aussie Vision team have ranked Croatia in 34th place. Really? Out of the 36 songs that we were voting on because Australia wasn't in there. Well, that's vile and disgraceful, Dale. <laughs> that's when you can start using those words. Yeah. So look, there were oh. two top tens. Now the two top tens were second and second. Oh, good stuff. There were thirteen in the thirties, and five last places. I almost expected more last places, actually. Mm-hmm. So I think you know there was a few in the teens and stuff, but a small percentage of people really like it. A lot don't, and I don't think this is necessarily for uh, we're fam kind of press right Mm. i think an average uh, casual fan might go for it maybe a little bit more but still that's interesting yeah very very interesting all right so who are we hearing from all right we're going to hear from let three's number one and two fans in australia mark and colleen this symphonic folk punk wartime nursery rhyme is brimming with punchy hooks custom made to make a stadium full of liverpoolians simultaneously chant tractor Look, grab your lyrics aside, there is meat on the bones of this bad boy. Call me a theatre nerd, but there are shades of Samuel Beckett here and its absurdity and irreverence, or Bertolt Brecht with its theatrical commentary on the times. Let three are utterly, perfectly obscene and necessarily political. Yes, I use the P word, and if you're one of the few remaining people who think Eurovision isn't political, well, what contest have you been watching? Mamashta is the closest thing you're going to get to avant-garde this year. It's contemporary art up on that Eurovision stage. I love Mamashta because it's a theatrical punk song with a sprinkle of the international camp kind of feel. It's bold, it's thought-provoking, it's funny and kind of borders on vulgarity, but it's still able to at least make me laugh. Um, some of the highlights for me include the bold nuke men coming out with a sinister grin, military uniforms being tearaways revealing sparkly nude bodysuits, the dystopian sport Barbie drag queens and the repetitions of the words shut and traktor and thinking about all these factors combined. If you're familiar with the work of John Waters, it's as if John Waters created a three-minute rock opera for Eurovision specifically. 
Well, some fantastic comments there from our contributors. I knew Mark was going to say the word art. (laughs) (laughs) But also, I completely agree with him. There are so many hooks here. You are going to hear the crowd screaming, track door and shit shit all the time when we're in Liverpool. And both of them seem to get the visual aspect that's being presented here by the band as well as the political overtones of the song. Yeah, look, I have to agree on the visual. I think it's the big pros that I've been saying on this, and I have no doubt that the visuals are going to be impactful. I mean, other than the whole feminine thing I raise up. But I do think it's a it's a visual feast. Um, there's no problem I have on the song on generally on its visual impact. All right. Well, let's get into our rap and rank, Dale. I've got to kick us off on this one. After my initial head scratching of this winning its national final, I have to admit... I made a real effort to try and understand this entry and this band. I'm not entirely sure I still do, by the way, but it definitely has me hooked. And I am looking forward to seeing these guys in Liverpool so much just for the absolute chaos that this is going to bring. I am here for it. I have ranked Mama Shachet in 10th. Oh God, top 10. I knew you were going to do this. I play it all the time. Oh my God, you're top 10. (laughs) Yes. Top 10. All right, well, that's three of you that are going to be expelled. <laughs> What's the word? You have, like, uh, expelled from the Aussie Vision team forever. Well, 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 10th place. I think we're going to disagree. I loathe this. I loathe so much about this. I understand. I understand the message. I understand what it means. But it doesn't make it a good entry and it doesn't make it something that I have to like just because it's an interesting message and it's clever and it's artistic. It doesn't make it good. I actually think the biggest problem with it is that for every one of the fans who really get this and understand this, the vast majority, 99, 95 to 99% will see this now and forever as the joke novelty entry of this year, diminishing everything they were trying to do with the messaging. Saying that, I do love when the guy comes out with the bombs. That's actually pretty good. (laughs) There's a couple of tiny little bits of the music that aren't bad. But overall, this to me is my biggest concern about this new tally voting era. I do think they'll get through. I think they'll be the first thing shown on the night and on the news. And I think we're going to see a whole bunch of countries bring in a whole load of crap for the next few years. And it'll be all because of this song and the new approach of it. I, again, don't like it. I like them as an artist, and that's the only reason it's not finishing last. I put it in 35th. Oh, okay. So there was something else you hated more. There's something (laughs) else that I just thought was weak. At least there's a message with this. Well, I have to say, at least you, this garnered some sort of emotion from you, whether it be loathing it, at least it got something out of you. And good art does that. As I said, this is good art. And visual ridiculousness is funny, but I see that at the national finals. Volcano from Iceland last year, which was a mess. Doesn't mean it should go to Eurovision, but, and it's not a, it's a song contest, as I said, not an art contest. The song is terrible. I'm going to make a couple of points just from your wrap up there. We were always concerned about the semi-finals just being televote. This has more going for it, I think, than some of the others that we see. I think this has got more substance to it than Germany, for example. And I'm also going to make the point, Croatia would have sent this whether there was a jury or not. Oh, yeah, of course it would. But yeah. it's but the thing is, it's gonna, it might not have got through. It's going to get through. It's going to be number one in the news. And it's going to encourage people to send crap. Because what they're going, if people are going to see this is, they're going to see it as a novelty. 100%. Yeah. That's how it's going to be perceived. 
Forever. It's the dust and turkey of this time. It just has substance behind it. Hmm. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I can see where you're coming from. I may not agree, but I see where you're coming from. Yeah, I, I, I don't see your hooks in the song. <laughs> but look, we don't always agree. And, you know, sometimes people say we have hive minds. We certainly don't have agreement on this song. We definitely don't. And uh, I think <laughs> let's finish up there and we'll continue the discussion. All right. Thanks so much for joining us. <laughs> see you later. Tractor. <laughs> As always, thanks for joining us and thank you for your support. You can follow us on our social media channels at AussieVisionNet. And if you want to support the work that we and 20 AussieVision volunteers do and get some really good bonus content, then you can subscribe to our Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Thanks very much. Catch you later.